are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and, of course, talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, Hello, 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 you beautiful people. Um, I hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. And uh, goodness, I honestly cannot believe that it's already been a week since our previous episode. And I am happy to say that we are actually recording this episode during regular times. Um, so last week, uh, I believe for the first time in, in so long, we were recording our episode very, very early in the morning. And uh, I honestly, I have to go back and listen uh, back on that episode and just figure out if I sounded a little bit too sleepy or not. But I doubt it because usually like every single time after I record TKO, my energy is just off the roof and uh yeah somehow the show it's the tko magic like it just work it just does this thing and uh every single time after tko regardless of what time of day it is whether it's early in the morning late at night or even regular times right like at this very moment it doesn't matter because the energy even if it's not there in the beginning even if we're sleepy even if we're drowsy if we're stressed out whatever it is after the fact, once we say, hello, this is TKO, the energy is off the roof and hopefully we can uh, transfer that across the radio waves to all of you guys out there listening right now. All right. So oh, anyways, I'm just so happy to be here once again. Very thankful, very blessed, feeling very, very blessed. Um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going off the tangent a little bit here, but I feel like uh, sometimes when when that uh, realization hits you, you just have to give it credit. And um, yeah, so I really do want to take this moment to say uh, that I'm really thankful for all of you guys out there, TKO Nation, uh, first and foremost, for all of your love and support. Very thankful for our family here at CFRU 93.3 FM. Uh, as always, um, and of course, just just life. Life is good, man. In the words of Drake and Future, life is good. And uh, we still have a long way to go with regards to beating this pandemic. But we're getting there. We're trying our best. Let's keep working hard. And um, I know it's like midterm season. It's like... Um, the, the time of the semester, for those, of, for those of you listening to this right now who are still in school, actually in school, I know it's that, it's that time of the year, that time of the semester, that things are starting to peak in, in workload and things are starting to get a little bit too much. And um, listen, just, just um, first of all, if you are listening to this and that, that perfectly described you right there, just uh, at least take 10 minutes out of this day to um, relax first of all and not think about that thing that is stressing you out that thing that you have to uh, like submit 
that thing that you have to write an exam for. Take that time out of your day and focus on yourself. Focus on your surroundings and just uh, truly internalize that moment. And I feel like once you do that, that definitely helps a lot. That kind of like re- like resets your time and like your mood and everything. It refreshes you up. And uh, it's very, very helpful. And so, uh, again, I just wanted to use this opportunity, especially at the beginning of this episode, episode 213, to say I'm very happy to be here. I'm feeling super grateful to be here. And uh, I love you guys, TKO Nation. Uh, let's get the show started. All right. So... Oh, man. Okay, so we actually have a lot to talk about today. I'm so excited to be talking about UFC 259. Um, The numbers, once again, I feel like everything is just hitting super hard today. So UFC 259 is almost upon us, everybody. It's coming up this Saturday night at the UFC Apex Center in Las Vegas, March 6th. Uh, main event, sorry, main car starting at 10 p.m. Eastern time. And it uh, just feels like it was yesterday that we were all getting so excited about UFC 200. And uh, here we are almost 60 events after with all those UFC fight nights, um, the the events that were not numbered in between, of course. And uh, so much history um, in the making. So many champions made, so many champions dethroned um so many people uh rose to fame so many people gosh they just uh, uh left the league and it's been a very tumultuous uh ride for pretty much everybody involved in the game of combat sports and specifically mixed martial arts um and uh, I feel like we've all been part of that journey whether you're a fan whether you're a fighter whether you're a promoter uh, we've all been part of that journey and it's been interesting, but here we are UFC 259 and this one We're in for a treat somehow the MMA gods have listened to our prayers and not to say that we didn't get we wouldn't get like good events prior to this Of course all events so far have been fantastic this year But um, this one's just a little bit more special because on this card, we have three separate championship bouts, everybody. And that is just, ooh, bingo. Like, it's, it, I would highly recommend everybody to watch this whole fight card because every single fight is so, so important and has huge implications. And uh, they're just so entertaining. I mean, come on. Like, how many fights are in total on this main card? So there is one, that's our main event. One, two, three, four, five. So three out of five fights that we have here on the main card are championship bouts. And that should tell you something. So this UFC pay-per-view event is going to be headlined by an awesome light heavyweight championship bout between Jan Blokovic, the current light heavyweight champion at the UFC, Versus Israel Adesanya, the current middleweight champion at the UFC. So you might be wondering, okay, what's going on? Like, why is Israel Adesanya all of a sudden fighting at light heavyweight? 
Well, we're going to be getting into that in a few seconds. And uh, I have previously commented on this on the show regarding what I think about Israel Adesanya moving up a weight division to the light heavyweight division and what sort of things he needs to watch out for, what sort of things would actually put him in danger with this matchup. But just to reiterate some of those things and um, talk about some new points regarding that, I will I will definitely get into that in a few seconds. But this fight overall is just very, very interesting, okay? And um, yeah, it, it's very intriguing. Um, as a as a hardcore MMA fan, I'm actually it's starting to get to me, and uh, I'm I'm actually thinking, wow, I'm actually really excited to see how this fight is about to play out on Saturday night. But we'll definitely talk about it in more detail in a few seconds. In addition to that, or excuse me, our co-main event of the evening is going to be a fantastic um, women's featherweight championship bout between the current champion, the phenomenal, the I was going to combine phenomenal and wonderful, (laughs) the wonderful and phenomenal Amanda Nunes, the current champion of the featherweight division, who's going to be uh, defending her title against the current title challenger and top contender in this uh, featherweight division, Megan Anderson. I was going to say Megan. Somehow I always um, thought of her name as Megan, but I, I believe it's Megan Anderson. So Megan Anderson is going to be fighting off against the the all-time GOAT, uh, greatest of all time in women's mixed martial arts, in my opinion, Amanda Nunes. Uh, just a side fact, Amanda Nunes is among the few people currently in the organization who is the champion of two different weight divisions uh, simultaneously. You know, we've definitely had people hold different different championship belts. However, Amanda Nunes is currently the champion for both the featherweight division at 145 pounds and uh, for the 135 pound weight division, which is the bantamweight uh, weight division for women's MMA. And uh, gosh, the more I think about it, the more excited I get. And hopefully I can I can transfer all of that excitement and hype to you guys uh, by breaking down this fight for you in a few minutes. So that is going to be our co-main event of the evening. Goodness, when you thought things getting getting better. So we are going to be having the, the Bantamweight champion in the UFC, Mr. Piotr Jan. Hello. Uh, he is going to be fighting off against the toughest um challenge to date arguably um and in the bantamweight division the one and only uh Algerman sterling so Algermain sterling has been in this weight division and he's been like switching back and forth between the bantamweight division bantamweight weight division yeah and the featherweight division um so he's, yeah he's been going back and forth however because of that i feel like um, a lot of people still uh, underestimate him. A lot of people still aren't probably acquainted with the amount of talent that he brings into the octagon every single time. So I feel like, um, if anything, this this bout for sure is going to be one of the biggest bouts that Aljamain Sterling has had ever in his professional career. And uh, for Piotr Jan as well, um, oh God, this is going to be so good. Uh, of course, he's fought very t- uh, many, many tough challengers before, 
But this one, you know, talking about talking about an opponent who's actually at his prime, who's actually at his best in fighting Piotr Jan, I feel like Aljamain Sterling is definitely that person. And I feel like it's going to be a very good matchup for both of these uh, awesome guys. So that one I'm also very much looking forward to. That is going to be their third last fight of the evening. And God, so... Yeah, like I told you guys, this whole main card is going to be super stacked. So this is no, uh, the, the next two fights I'm going to talk about are not for the championship um, at all. But uh, we're going to be having Khabib Nurmagomedov's um, teammates um, and I think cousin, if I'm not mistaken. So Islam Makachev, who's been making a name of himself in the lightweight division. He is also going to be fighting on this card. And his opponent is actually a very, very dangerous guy. Um, Drew Dober. Drew Dober. Um, oh, I just had a flashback of um, this interview that we had with a very awesome and talented fighter from Burlington, Ontario, Adam Asenza. I just remembered that uh, when we were doing an interview with him on TKO, I asked them, who would you like to face if you could face anybody in the UFC or like in the broader mainstream um, MMA world? And he said, Drew Dober. Um, and it just uh, occurred to me just like right now. Oh, God. OK. Anyway, so. Uh, oh, how the mind works, right? So Drew Dober is actually going to be fighting uh, on Saturday night and his opponent is the toughest opponent that I could possibly face right now because Islam Makachev, sorry, I keep butchering his name, but uh, Islam is such a tough uh, opponent. He's been on a rise recently and um, I believe he's going to be our future Khabib. So I feel like if anything, Dober, Drew Dober needs to watch out for him and not take him lightly as an opponent. Um, especially watch out for all those wrestling uh, moves that are going to be coming his way. And to just fight smart and take extra caution when fighting Islam. Islam needs to, uh, I feel like it's common, sense, it's common sense, excuse me, at this point. Anybody who's associated with Dagestan, anybody who is associated with Khabib Nurmagomedov's team, not only would you have fantastic just hardcore wrestling, but also you would have, um, uh, you would also start to employ top-notch striking into your game plan. And I feel like, you know, uh, once Khabib uh, was the pioneer of this style of just uh, going there, uh, quote-unquote, I just, I'm, I'm about to name Khabib's style, okay? So right now I'm just going to name it. So uh, I feel like Khabib was the pioneer for this style of, quote-unquote, um, going in there, just uh, maul over your guy and like do ground and pounds, uh, do takedowns. Anyway, I'm really horrible at <laughs> coming up with names. I'm really sorry, but I hope that you, you get a gist of it now. So, um, Khabib was a pioneer in that style of fighting. And I feel like, um, everybody else from his team, uh, with Islam not being an exception here, everybody's just trying to, uh, follow suit and uh, uh, following uh, Khabib's footsteps because so far that that style of fighting has been very success excuse me successful and um, 
uh, just just it works it's a bulletproof game plan it works for khabib and so uh all of khabib's proteges are trying to employ the same game uh, game plan and strategy into their fights as well and so i feel like that is 100 the exact game plan that islam is going to come into this fight with just come in there go do takedowns um all over your guy through ground and pounds once your opponent is on the ground and uh that's it <laughs> bingo like uh you do this well you will uh go through opponents one by one uh it's almost like a domino effect once you get it under your belts once you master this um strategy that's how they go down that's how you rise to the top okay so islam islam makachev okay man yeah he's fighting drew dober and it's going to be awesome and the first fight so i kind of like went backwards in order starting from the main event all the way to the first fight of the uh, of the main card for this ufc event so the first fight uh that we're going to be seeing for this main card is going to be another awesome light heavyweight bout between the former title challenger uh for the light heavyweight division tiago santos and the guy who's currently the number two um, contender in this uh, in this weight division, Tiago Santos, is going to be fighting off against Alexander Rakic, who himself is no one to underestimate. So, like I told you guys in the beginning, this fight card, you you really want to um, uh, gather all food sources and drinks around you. Um, definitely go for breaks, like bathroom breaks in between. Um, <laughs> not trying to tell you anything otherwise, but you have to, once you sit down, once the main card starts, you have to sit down and watch every single bout because otherwise, listen, if you do consider yourself an MMA fan and you miss any of these fights, I have, I have a lot of doubt. We need to have a talk because, mm, this th this whole fight card is just stacked to the core and uh, i would not recommend anybody missing any of these fights all right so good okay i hope everybody's convinced now that they need to watch this fight this whole fight card on saturday night okay uh i cannot believe i actually spent <laughs> almost 20 minutes just even previewing that card not even like specifically getting into um like the breakdowns of this card but i really do want to break down the main event and the co-main event so i'll just like quickly go through this next update that i have for you guys uh in the world of combat sports but again i feel like it would not be fair if i just briefly like skim through this update that i'm going to tell you guys about because this one when i initially came across it like the other day i was shook to the core and I was honestly just majorly inspired to to tell everybody else around me about what just happened about this update. And uh, I was I was just so enthusiastic that I was going to be talking about it here on the show. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Why not talk? Why, why shouldn't we talk about it? OK, anyway. Um, so you guys remember Andy Ruiz Jr., the former heavyweight box, uh, the former heavyweight champion in boxing. You guys remember Andy Ruiz Jr. when he was um, fighting everybody? Uh, he was he was very successful. He 
uh, at the time, even though he was mulling through his opponents, at the time he wasn't the champion. And then because of his awesome performance, the matchmakers matched him up against uh, the the champion at the time, the heavyweight champion at the time, the one and only Anthony Joshua from the UK, who was the WBA, WBO, IBF, and IBO heavyweight champion of the world. So Andy Ruiz Jr. actually got to fight Anthony Joshua, and nobody was rooting for Andy Ruiz Jr., even though Andy Ruiz Jr. has the knockout power of, um, I don't, I don't even know how to put it to words, but his knockout power is just exceptional, and still people were underestimating him because of his physique. So, yes, both guys are heavyweights, but uh, um, just uh, comparing the physique of both guys, Anthony Joshua is more muscular. And uh, even though um, Andy Ruiz Jr. is pretty athletic, um, his physique has has never been that built like um, Anthony Joshua. So the first fight that happened, you know, things didn't go Anthony Joshua's way. And actually, um, Andy Ruiz Jr. was able to showcase his skills inside the ring and he was able to uh, completely dominate over Anthony Joshua to everybody's surprise and get all of those belts for himself. So we, he actually became the heavyweight champion of the world. Okay, that was beautiful. And so according to uh, what was mentioned in the contract of these two guys, of the of the fight that these two guys were supposed to have, another fight was also specified. So a rematch fight was actually specified in the contract when Andy Ruiz Jr. Uh, initially fought uh, Anthony Joshua. And so for the rematch, um, again, now things didn't go in Andy Ruiz Jr.'s way. And Anthony Joshua was able to completely outbox Andy Ruiz. And Anthony Joshua reclaimed all of those belts for himself. And uh, everybody was just wondering, you know, since Andy Ruiz Jr. was able to win over Joshua the first time, you know, what were the determining factors? Like his power was um, accurate. Everything was good. What really changed since that first fight that he had versus um, the second fight, like the rematch fight that the two guys had? Well, people, uh, well, not people, but like it was it was an actual fact that Anthony Ruiz Jr. had even put on more weights. And that was that kind of contributed to him slowing down more in the fight. He wasn't really he didn't have good stamina. He wasn't really able to move his hips that much. He wasn't being as dynamic as he was he was supposed to and as he was before in the first fight that the two guys had. So um, that's why a lot of people speculated that, OK, that's why he lost that rematch against Anthony Joshua. However, Okay, drum roll. Um, I I did not believe my eyes when I was going through TKO's um, Instagram page and I was reading updates on Andy Ruiz Jr. and his fantastic physique transformation, everybody. So um, Andy Ruiz Jr. has been working so, 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 so hard uh, for the past couple months and he has been putting in hard work to lose weight and not to just lose weight but to also like replace all that with good muscle and right now he is in the best shape of his life and uh surprise surprise he is actually supposed to be having a fight on april 24th 
which is not it's uh not that long away and it's coming up very soon and uh i'm just very very happy that andy ruiz jr was uh he he got himself into that mindset of okay i definitely this is the problem and it's slowing me down and i just need to do something about it because i am on my road to greatness and i will have to do anything to achieve it and i feel like he he did that for that purpose and also of course to stay healthy and like maintain his health because that's very important of course um but the fact that he actually committed to that and he made the necessary changes and he committed to those changes and to 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 get him where he is right now in the fantastic shape that he is right now that's just unbelievable and extremely praiseable and so i really did want to share this uh on 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 this week's episode because even to this day i'm i'm, I'm just so proud of andrew Ruiz jr for the fact that he was able to make this change to commit to that change and to just stay on on top of things and doing what he what he needed to do um to to take one step further toward his goal toward success so yes he is going to be fighting off a heavyweight opponent um on uh april 24th i believe oh gosh i forget uh yeah so um he will be uh fighting christopher uh erola so that that's the person that the the fighter that uh andy ruiz jr will be fighting on the 24th and i cannot wait to see how that fight would actually go down with this new transformation by andy ruiz jr all right enough of that so okay quickly now just moving on to our breakdown for ufc 259 so um israel adesanya versus jan blokovic so Jan Blokovic has been in this light heavyweight division his his whole career. Um, this is his natural weight division. The biggest thing that comes to mind is that Israel Adesanya, this is not his natural weight division. He uh, usually fights at 185 pound weight division. Now he has to fight at 205 pounds. And that just that just doesn't make sense. But what what would actually happen? Now that the fight is actually approaching, it's not like, oh, Israel Adesanya is just going to um, approach Jan Blokovic and be like, hey, like he obviously he's not going to employ the same strategy that he would usually employ with middleweight fighters, with those lighter weight fighters. What would you do when you see a guy who um, he who has established power in this particular weight? And this is like your first time fighting in this weight division. What do you actually do? Well, and here's my suggestion. And I know for a fact that Israel Adesanya is probably not going to be listening to this episode. uh, Because, uh, hello, of course, the only reason is that he's trying to focus on his fight. He's not trying to distract himself with podcasts. Yes, we all know that. That's the only reason. Um, But um, uh, we know that he is smarter than that. There's a reason why a lot of people love Israel Adesanya for his fight IQ fight IQ um and that is because I I do have a very strong feeling that Israel Adesanya is going to hit and uh immediately move back what I mean by that is that he is going to charge forward towards Jan Blakovich, but he's not going to necessarily stay in front of Jan Blakovich for for him for himself Israel Adesanya to get hit 
by Jan Blakovic. And I feel like that is the key to success for Israel Adesanya in this case, for Jan Blakovic. He needs to do what he usually does in every single fight because he's just uh, always, usually he's so dominating in every single fight that he's um, in, especially in the light heavyweight division. Um, his power strikes are so, so accurate. And um, he just needs to uh, have, have um, I don't know how to put this, but like he needs to have open eyes. He needs to see his targets clearly. And once he sees those targets, he needs to act immediately and throw those shots because I feel like that's the only way that he's um, able to catch Israel Adesanya. But overall, I'm so, so, so excited for this UFC event, this whole fight card. Unfortunately, I really wanted to talk about that Amanda Nunes and Megan Anderson fight because I'm also very excited about that fight. But I guess we just have to uh, let the MMA gods <laughs> decide their fate. Uh, at this point, unfortunately, we're almost out of time. Uh, you guys, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also download our previous episodes at iTunes and Spotify. And you can also subscribe for new episodes. But all I can say, all I'm going to say is that make sure you catch up with UFC 259. Everybody, it's been a pleasure today to be with y'all. I love you guys, TKO Nation. Take care of yourself until next week. And until next time, it's your girl, Jonah, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.